Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Frank Strong's. Brewed like beer, tastes like lemonade. Craft brewed alcoholic lemonade. Welcome to the Thinker Girls Pod Channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. Hello. We're glad that you are right here, right now. Hope you've enjoyed uh, the Melissa Ambrosini podcast oh. the last few days. And we've mixed it up a bit today. So uh, you'll get our, our normal catch up, which we've been putting up on a Monday today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those of you that haven't listened to the show before or you're just figuring out what the Thinker Girls Pod Channel is all about, welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are a channel that drops different shows about our lives, your lives, our guest lives and what's going on in the world according to the Thinker Girls. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you have missed the Melissa Ambrosini chat of the this week, make sure you go back and have a listen because both you and I agreed, Stace, one of our fave chats probably of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, the year's good. very young. Yeah, it's a short year but, I mean, it's still saying something. It is. No, but this is the, this is the time where we're just going to have a chinwag about what's going on you know, what's going on in our lives. It's interesting because it's prevalent. You you probably do need to listen to some of the chat because the conversation that I want to bring today or the thought mm-hmm. that I want to bring mm-hmm. is very much based off the chat that I had or that we had with Melissa. And that is how your relationships are, or your particularly for me, your my romantic relationship is a mirror to the things I need to work with and the person that I am. Yeah, Truly am. We, we briefly touched on it with Melissa, but I'm interested to hear your take on that and how. Well, listening back to yeah. the show, I, I really did have a think about uh, what the past few months has been like for my man and I and mm. how much we are learning about each other in a very new um, and committed relationship and some of those points about you mirroring the things that, you know, that I suppose are the most challenging in yourself, in your mm. partner, rang so true to me. Yeah, awesome. Um, Today, what I'm thinking about, what's been on my brain for the last, I reckon the last few days, is that I feel really sad that I don't have any male friends and I actually have a theory as to why that is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What do you want to get stuck into first? I think we'll, I'll reel off from the the podcast and kind of continue the conversation. Then yeah, we'll good, get good, to good. That. Okay. Um, if you do love what you're hearing as well, we'd love for you to flick us a review on iTunes. Um, it's really simple. You'd vote out of five stars. Ideally, the higher the better for us. Um, <laughs> and also write a review. That is always really appreciated and, and actually really makes a big difference to us in getting everybody to hear it or more people to hear yeah, it, Yeah, it really, really does. So we continue to do what we're doing right now. I actually right met a girl on the, on the weekend that was a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah. And she said to me I've always been a really big fan of the show what can I do okay um and it was so sweet and she was so genuine she was like I understand that you girls are really trying to start your own thing and Mm -hmm. and and do broadcasts and do kind of media offerings differently 
what can I do to help? And I said, you just need to share it on socials. You've Simple. got no idea how much that helps us. Um, so we appreciate all of all of you that jump on Instagram or jump on Facebook when you like something and share it with your family and friends. That is just such a great a great thing for us. And it could it could only take you seven seconds to do. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Chuck it on the story. Um, So Melissa Ambrosini is a life coach. Mm -hmm. She's a naturopath. She's written two books. You can hear it um, on the podcast a couple days ago. I don't know what number we're up to now. Mm, I think that was nine, episode nine. Yeah, Yeah, um, we'll give the link in show notes in case going back two days is confusing. (laughs) But seriously, though, it's... That's why we're here, to make shit as simple as possible. That's right. That's right. So we will. So we will. Um, but she was talking about how when she got into her relationship, she she realised that some of the things that she needed to work on herself, when she looked at her partner, she found that the some of the issues, I suppose, just to kind of put words in her mouth, but the issues that they would have and the, the challenges that she found from him mm. – uh, were often things she needed to have come back and look at her. You know Snow White, the mirror? Yeah, where she holds up. Was that Snow White? Yeah, I think so. Oh, was she the holds evil up queen, remember? And she yeah, looks yeah, yeah. in the mirror and then yeah. she sees something else coming back at her. Yeah. I imagined that picture. Did you? And it was interesting. Not the evil queen. Yeah, I was like, what? Her what husband's it? nice looking and very uh, very sweet. And so I, he wasn't like the evil, you know, the evil woman. But if you were to hold up the Snow White mirror, yeah. instead of seeing your mug, what are you seeing back? Well, what I've realised over the past few months in some challenging parts of my relationship have been that when I've looked at Ben, I've realised I've seen myself back. Wow. So it's like you hook up with yourself. Well, not particularly, but closer than I realised. Wow. Yeah, I, you do. There was this one particular instance that really rang true to me when she was saying this. And I I always thought, you know, you read these things like opposites attract yeah, or yeah, yeah. the things that you don't like in yourself or the things that annoy you about other people. Oh, so true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, think often, I can com- completely relate to that. And my brother and I butt heads because I think sometimes we know we've got similar things we don't like about but each other. But I think siblings do that a lot. That's because right. Because you see, yeah, yeah, there's so much common ground that you're like, actually, you're really shitting me and I know that this is something that I need to work on. So that's hard. It's really yeah. hard. It's like that in relationships. So I remember a time only a few months ago where Ben and I had had an argument and I had said something. I'm just going to use an example here. Like, um, you really, you really shit me when you when you dismiss what I've said, right? Do, please don't dismiss that I've said this, this, and this. And then we'll talk about it. And 20 minutes later, kind of at the end of the discussion, he'll yeah. be like, "And I just want you to know, just for the record, please don't dismiss what I say because it's really, it really does grind my gears." And I'm like, "Sorry, freaking what? I just said that." <laughs> I'm like, you can't repeat what I'm saying and then throw it back in my face. Like, are you copying me to get one up on me? Like, I got so defensive about it. And I'm like... I'd be weirded out. It's like this yeah. weird I'm reverse like, psychology on. thing. Did you... Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. thought. I was like, hang on. Did you hear what I'm saying to you? Like, what the... F- Stop what? copying me. Yes. I was like, don't not use my point against me. And he was like, for a while there, he didn't really say anything. He was like, all right, just calm down, calm down. 
And then it also got to sidebar, about, don't tell someone to calm down in a fight. Oh, I don't think he really no. says that, but you know what I mean. Just trying to move along, okay. basically. But then he, a few weeks later, I, it came up again, and it was something different. And well, I where said, he did the same thing and said, yes. you'd said to him, don't do ABC, and he'd said, okay, well, just so you know, later, yeah. don't do ABC. Yeah, he's oh, like, okay. it really annoys me when oh. you do ABC. I'm wigging out by just and hearing I was like, about what? It. I just said that again. I was like, this cannot be happening again. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, are you hearing yourself? Are you going are you going bananas in the head? I'm like, because I've just said that. I bagged it. I've already got it. That is what I I'm like. First, I said I, it first. Yeah, it's mine now. It was like, that. <laughs> you know, like it was actually like, oh. don't copy me. Don't copy me. That's and then he calmly yes. said to me, have you ever thought for a second that it's possible that I find annoying in you what you find annoying in me. Oh, and that's what had happened the first, all of the times that he'd done it. It's just yes. the fact that you just so happened to piss each other off yes. doing the exact same thing. Yes. Mirroring. Oh, we that's trippy. mirror that's trippy. each other in the lessons we're supposed to learn. And when Melissa was talking about how your relationships are a mirror, you know, she talked, your relationships, mm. she speaks so clearly. Yeah, she's Your relationships a are a mirror in your, you know, I can't even do it. What did so you, no, I love the quote where she said, um, they're our biggest, what did she say, they're our biggest school schoolyard. Or yes, they our are, biggest education. Yeah, because they teach us all of the things that we need to learn. And I haven't realised that in a relationship until I'm with Ben. Like, I think I've been challenge in the past but it hasn't been so loving you know so mm. it often had felt like a fight or a, a disagreement or a frustration and whilst don't get me wrong when Ben and I have argued particularly over the last couple of months where we've had to merge our money which I want to speak on on the podcast at some point uh, over the next few Such weeks. Such a big thing. Uh, we've had to move in together. Uh, my financial situation has dramatically changed. We are thinking about getting married, having a there's family. There's a lot. There's a lot going so on. So much. So there's been some really big conversations. So of course there's times where things have gotten heated. Of course that we're arguing as we try and figure them out. But in these moments how you communicate is so interesting because you're learning about each other. So this time again I was I was really defensive and I was like is this guy actually for real like is he hearing me and then when Melissa spoke about mirroring I went oh my god that is so true this has been happening to us where we are so united so like I've said in the podcast again a few days ago where I feel like I am me and I have my yin and yang he is him he has his yin and yang and then we have like a relationship bubble where that has yin and yang, yin and yang together and we have our own relationship version of that, I feel like we've been so united that the lessons that we're learning in the moment are the same. Mm. So it's almost like our relationship is teaching us exactly the same lesson in the way we're both individually supposed to learn it. That is freaky. It is remarkable. It it, it seems so any- spiritual. Like it seems like... The relationship we have and what we put in, imagine it's like a bowl of gold. Because you've been speaking about this and you spoke about this on the Melissa chat from a couple of days ago when you said, when she was talking about polarity and making sure that we've got a balance in ourselves of Mm -hmm. masculine, feminine energy, Mm -hmm. masculine, feminine energy, whether you're a bloke or a woman. Mm -hmm. And then there's a third element that you spoke about, the then balance of each person in the relationship. Yeah, and I look at it like, as I said, like this kind of middle mark, like, you know, where we – 
where we get things out of it. It's like it's other being essentially, almost like I'm sure people imagine a child is, but it's it's kind of, a, it's, I just see it as like its own little entity. And I've realized that we're learning the same lessons from that particular bond. Do you think Which that is bigger has, than two people. But do you think that has been the entire time you've been together, it's only now you're realizing yes. it? Do you think the whole you know year that you guys have been together, it was that every lesson you've learned individually at once? Kind of, but I've never been so unified with someone before. I've always been like, I would learn my lessons and we all know if you listen to the other shows, go back and listen to the 200 oldie episodes, how independent I am and have been, that I'm myself, they're themselves, you kind of then learn from each other in ways you challenge each other, the end. But what I've realized in this relationship is that we're so kind of united and merged together that we're being taught the same lessons at the same time. So when I'm frustrated at him going, don't do this to me, he equally is genuinely frustrated on his own right by the same freaking thing. So what is it now that you're both learning at once? Um, uh, like, is there oh, stuff? Those particular yeah, is there were? stuff in particular that comes to mind where you go, "Fuck, I'm really struggling with this thing." He just so happens to be really struggling with this thing, so we're both kind of I in think, it together. I think I thought he was quite a defensive person. Yeah. Um, in the moment, and I found that I was talking to him about that. That sometimes when I would speak to him or speak from the heart or say my feelings, his reaction would be to get a little bit defensive before it was to truly listen. And he's obviously feeling the same thing about he you. He is, but we do it different. We do it in different ways. Right. So in arguments or or even just conversations about how we're feeling, I'll often listen in the moment but then if you catch me off guard somewhere else along the day or along the week I'll be defensive in my own right so we're both feeling each other have something to work on that's similar but they just play out differently so that's when she was saying the thing about the mirroring it was interesting because it might not be exact copies but the lesson is the same right so does that does that make being together obviously as you're saying it's so awesome and so kind of magic that you're so unified and on the same page that you're learning the same lessons at the same time. But that would mean that it's pretty fucking hard, right? Well, it has been Mm. because I didn't know that that was a thing. And when she says your school, I think what we've kind of twisted over the past couple of months is that to really stem away from looking at them as kind of arguments and trying to really be positive about getting to know each other. You know, I I didn't know that about ourselves until we had to kind of – get frustrated with each other first Mm. you know you don't really break through that stuff and I remember a friend of mine saying to me when he got with his partner and they kind of first started to move in together he said this is the hardest thing I've ever done it's the most incredible the most right thing I've ever done Mm. but getting to really truly know this person that I'm committing to And knowing that I'm not looking to leave or get out or because in past relationships, I just because I didn't leave them physically didn't mean in my head I was there. Mm. I was always, I was in a relationship for eight years and leaving every week. Oh, I've done that. Exactly. Yeah, there's an but element with, of you being a bit vacant because you have to go into survival mode Kind probably. of, but also there's something different to be said about going into a relationship where you're choosing to stay and that is really hard. Because you are choosing to get through stuff rather than in the back of your mind going, oh, this probably this might not be meant to be or maybe we won't end up together in the future. Which I makes it easier. That with ben. Which makes yeah. it easier, right, when there's like almost an out in your brain if you're like, oh, well, this is kind of hard and if it keeps being hard, well, see ya. 
Exactly. But mm. with Ben, I don't think that. Makes it even more. He's worthwhile. Yeah. He's my person. I want to commit to him and I want – there's not a question there for me. So does that – So it's so – it's such a different different kind of hard. But it, I think it's important to say, you know, relationships – as great as they are, and and I've shared the greats and the beautiful times of things, we, we're working really hard at figuring ourselves out and being healthy and, and happy, you know. It's, it reminds it's not... me of that book, um, Remember the Course of Love by Alain de Breton. Yeah. We should put the link actually in the show notes. I just found that so interesting and so real because it's basically the whole premise of the book is love's beautiful but also it is the hardest thing that you will ever do. And it's love is also um, a bit tragic like, yeah. and can be quite devastating at times. Like, And you come in and out and you love this person and you work through stuff, but it's tough. And especially long-term relationships, they're no walk in the park. They that's are why constantly, I think, constantly hard. And I think that's why I find it so interesting that people are so quick to hop into them or so quick to settle. Like they are some of the hardest things you can do, yet the most rewarding, powerful security that we as humans can have, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's built into you, right? That's to find, right. To find, to share. That's right. But I also believe that in order for you to give your true essence of what you can offer someone, you need to choose wisely. And so, because even and on the out, on the outside, but and tr- and truthfully, that Ben and I have this magic story, and we did wait for each other, and and things have been have been incredible. But what we're putting into it also is that we want it to be real and honest and and deep and not cutting corners and, and not walking away. I think that's so a it's really not good all thing. Easy. I think that's a good thing that you share. And I think it's a good thing that Melissa was sharing when she was like, you know what? We just last year had 12 months of it was really, yeah. really tough because yeah. you could easily look at her Instagram, you could easily read her book, see her tour that she's on with her hubby and go, shit, they've got it sorted. Yeah. Look at these two. Yeah. Like they're meditating together. They're putting up posts about how they communicate so clearly. Like they are loved up. Oh, I wish I had that. Mm. But I think it's a really important thing because, as you said, through of the last year, so much of the stuff that you've been speaking about is waiting for this person and finding, you know, the magic that you have with Ben. But I think it's important again to say, and especially for people that are searching for someone, and it is easy to go, oh, if I had what Stace had far out, I'd be happy. Yeah. That it's not. You're not no. happy all the time. And also we both went through really tough decisions. We had to say goodbye to nice people along the way or sorry, this isn't working for me even though I desperately want to take someone to a wedding I'm going to next month or I really, really wish that. And I'm writing this in my book. The first, the big chapter I've written at the moment was how many times I had to break up with people that I also wasn't in a relationship with. Mm. It was really hard to get to this person too. So it is work. And you've probably never been as open and as vulnerable to to learning from because I trust yeah, him so yeah. I think it's hard like it's like mm. if he would have come along earlier would we have had the same connection probably would I have attracted him earlier because I wasn't ready enough to attract some such a substantial relationship maybe so it, you know what I mean it kind of mm. one needs to kind of come with the other but I don't know which comes first yeah it's interesting mm. do you reckon you can have that mirror stuff with not just romantic relationships but friendships too yeah actually i do think you can 
Mm. I do think you can. This just seems so much more soul opening because you're sleeping with the person. Yeah, you're, no, you know, and as you say, there is no there's no no escape. That's in right. a beautiful way. But if you're if you've got that shit going on with your mate, you can be like. I am not calling or texting you which, for seven days. Which you do. See ya. Which I have. Yeah, you, you've got yeah. the ability for space. But this, it's like I fucking love yeah, you but you've I got hate to you face right now. It. Yeah. You've got to face it. Yeah, so you do learn the same lessons but I, it is different <sighs> and it's more I intense. feel wide open just hearing about it. Like yeah, like. Because oh, I've never experienced that. I don't think I have no, either. This I never have. This is the have. first time. I, you've got to give time. enough fucks. To be able, and you know what, you got to go this, in. It's so yeah, it's so interesting because obviously everything you talk about, I can only and maybe really. Maybe some people don't want this kind of relationship too. Like I think mm. that's the other thing. People are very happy for surface. I don't think deep down they are, but people are very scared of going in and having this kind of relationship because of what it means. Because yeah. it could mean the end. Like it could mean the end Why? of your relationship. No. Yeah, for some people it could. No. They're not ready to fa- maybe they're not ready to face their but own then it, stuff. Then this wasn't that wasn't the mega one. Yeah, but but you might somewhere subconsciously deep down know that because I know that if I don't know, a few years ago if I was in my relationship and we were talking about this kind of stuff, there's no way I could truly do what you're doing now in that relationship because I know deep down it would have spelled the end for it. Yeah, do you I know see what I mean? What you mean. But, so, the, but the point is, the relationships can't be compared because then that wasn't your one to yeah, learn that's right. from. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah. I get that, but it's supposed to end then. Yeah. If, and then you're meant to go find the person yeah, that yeah. is supposed to be the person that you will do that for. Mm. That's what I think, anyway. How interesting. Yeah. That some. Yeah. That you stay in a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the truth is weird, isn't it? Let's take a nap break. <laughs> My brain's blowing apart over you, Jesus Give Christ. yourself a minute. Give yourself a minute, girl. We live for Saturdays. You get to sleep in and you get to stay up. Daydreaming, adventure seeking, all play, no work. Yeah, and we believe that your skin should feel just as good as you do when you wake up, refreshed. Happy, healthy and bright. Developed to reveal your clearest, dewiest complexion, Saturday Skin is basically a weekend in a bottle. Yeah, you can make everyday Saturday with Saturday Skin. You can uh, check it out. It's available at Maya or www.saturdayskin.net. The promo code TG can be used for a 10% discount. That's 10% on us. Just use the TG promo code when you buy Saturday Skin. Okay, I've I've gathered my thoughts. (laughs) You know what? It's like when you hear, see those documentaries or read stuff online or whatever about the size of the universe. You know when they're like 15,000 million light years away and yeah. you just you sit there for a we moment are, and you go, huh? <laughs> we are all energy. Sorry. I kind of had one of those you moments. You are a plant. See, well, this, makes, this makes sense and leads me perfectly into what I want to talk about, about the fact that I'm sad that I don't have any male friends in my life and never really have because for you, I don't know, there's probably, there was probably an element of me growing up wanting to be one of the boys, like wanting to pretend that I was into sports because I think in a lot of ways as a person I think I relate 
I'm a girl's girl, but I think I relate, you do too, but I relate a lot to blokes. Mm. Like often you'll say that to me, like, shit, you're such a man the way you think sometimes. Like, But now I think that's also coming out of your weird relationship. Like, Oh, really? Yeah, well, now you would just, mostly it was the things that you would masturbate on. But now I'm like thinking <laughs> a that dick. you, yeah, but, all, it, but it wasn't him. Now it makes sense. Do you know how long it's been since I've masturbated? Oh, Zyber. Thank you for that. <laughs> God, it was. We've got. We've come so far. Like now, I'm like, not that I don't want to hear about it, but I'm just like, I kind of don't. I think like, I feel like I've changed. Your face is really so jarred. You're like, oh Christ. Anyway, I don't think there's anything wrong with masturbation, guys. No, I just don't. I'm just not in the mood to talk about yours. Not me. No. Well, look, there's nothing to talk about. That's what I'm saying. I'm not doing it. Anyway, well, you should be. Just. I don't want to hear about it, but no. go home and do it. Oh, uh, no. Nah. Yes. Ha- yes. No, I don't need to. <laughs> anyway. Everybody needs to, regardless of whether you're having sex or not. Okay. Okay. Now, can I talk about yes. what I want to talk about? Yeah. I think I know why there are certain people like me that don't have friends of the opposite sex. Oh, yes. Why? Because I went to an all-girls school. So did I. Yeah. Think about the people in your life yeah. and the girls that have lots of guy mates and the guys that have lots of girl mates, right? Yeah. And think about this, the high school that they went to. I have probably more close guy mates and girl mates <laughs> and I went to a girls' school. So oh, I'm sorry, shit, is my theory, theory not checking out? Well, let me see. I've got three best mates who included and then the other three or four and then – one, two, three, mm. three blokes. Oh, my theory's including my defunct. boyfriend is four. Because I was speaking to, I was speaking to a guy the other two day. Two of them are gay, granted. But no, they're still men though. They I sure was, are. Yeah, I was. Speaking, One of them is the last person I'd go shopping with. <laughs> I was speaking to a guy the other day, and he said, "Oh, I feel he, that he didn't have any female friends." He was talking about um, growing up, um, being never having a sister, and then all of his mates were boys and then he played footy so he didn't never really who is this sorry oh this is um one of the guys that i nanny for oh yeah the dad right and he's something came about his daughter and he said i was praying for a girl because i've never really experienced having women in my life i don't know i don't have any female friends sisters cousins nothing so i was just all i wanted when my wife fell pregnant was secretly deep down I didn't say it out loud but I just wanted a girl Mm. and he said I reckon it's because I went to an all-boys school and I was like oh my god you're right I went to an all-girls school and all of my friends that also went to an all-girls school all of my mates my sister my sister's friend none of them have male friends either none of them none of I'm thinking about all of my all of my female friends I can't really think of any that have close male friends because I think, I don't know, for me personally, I don't know how to make f- friends that are boys without there being some kind of like sexual chemistry either way. Well, that's ridiculous. I'm serious though. But that means that you're always looking for sexual chemistry. Like just don't look for it in some guys. The end. Like you control that. You don't have to get that from guys. Like isn't that saying to you then that you look at men as people that either give you sexual attention or not? No, no, no. I mean either way because the one – actually I did have one male friend when I was like in year nine 
And I remember, I remember my, I think it was mum and dad, they were like, oh, he's so into this guy, Ryan, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 no. We were friends for maybe like two years and I was like, nah, he's just a mate, blah, blah, blah. And he always had a girlfriend at the time. Then he broke up with his girlfriend and then he turned around to me at, a, at his birthday and he was like, I've been in love with you for the last two years. And maybe that scarred me a bit where I was like, oh, like – but I think because I felt like it almost undermined our friendship. But in if a way. you haven't had relationships with guys, the only relationship that you've had with them that isn't your family would be in some sort of romantic or flirty sense or some kind of giving only you, ever, yeah. Like otherwise, you work with them. But that's my point. Like that, you can change, you can shift that that mindset, and I, it will open up the world. Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I do. I think that it probably is a mindset, which is the way you're conditioned or maybe it's the way people are conditioned that go to co-ed schools. Oh, sorry, same-sex yeah, schools yeah, yeah. that you just kind of go, oh, for because I remember in high school, but we had guy mates in high school and I went to a girl's school. We had really good mates. Like I knew guys, but I was never enough to be like, oh, oh he's my like- friend. It would be like... You know, and even actually my exes, I became very good friends with his friends, but they were still his friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like not to the point where I was like, oh, my friend. But I think maybe that's that's my point, that you're looking at it like the guys either offer giving you some kind of attention from that way, you know, kind of more mm. of a flirty whatever way, or you're looking at them because they are somebody that you either sleep with or there's some kind of romantic thing, there's not the other option in terms of the way you're approaching it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think also I'm thinking about this more so now that I'm single because I think... And also I reckon your ex would have been the kind of guy to be like, he wants to fuck you or oh, people yeah. are always... Even oh, your yeah. family then are going, he wants you. It's like you then you've just forever been surrounded by people that do not tell you that you could just be hung around for just your personality yeah and that yeah and that probably has and it's only now coming out of that relationship where I'm looking around and the guy that I'm seeing like I really yeah I really really do like him but there is this big element of our relationship that is a real solid friendship Mm. and I think I'm thinking about that now going I really I really like that. I really like that there's a different kind of take, a male take. It's the, or the just best. The, and I do, and I've gone, fuck. My, one of I've my, never, I've actually never had that really in my life. But you can have that without even having the sex. It's like completely possible. I think it's just also, for mm. me and my experience, it's also putting up boundaries for yourself. Like as much as there's been plenty of guys in the past that I've been friends with, really great mates, t- bared my soul, had great nights out, that then when you're both single, you get to a point where you're drunk and they're like, come home. And I'm like laughing going, no, we don't need to do that just because mm. we're both drunk and just because we're both single. But that takes discipline and boundaries yeah. from yourself. Like, mm. And I'm not saying that all guys will always go that way. I've got also a very good friend of mine who is now like who is married, but at the same time, he wasn't always married. We've mm. always been great mates. And at the end of every conversation, he first will say, love you, June. Love you, Junie. Like we always tell each other we love each other. It is complete platonic. Mm. And it's just because it's a decision. We want to be friends. Like it it wasn't, it's not a, it's just never been a romantic thing because we decided it wasn't. Mm. And also because 
it you might not always have butterflies with someone and just because you can do something doesn't mean you do do you think that do you think that getting and I know this is such a stereotype but I've I've noticed in my life anyway or the people around me when getting into relationships that yeah, mates of the of the opposite sex. So if you're a girl and you start seeing a guy, that then your guy mates kind of drop off, or and vice versa. Because I don't know whether that's just a no, in my well, experience where it's like you know because I think my ex was probably a bit you know territorial or you know sus on you know always just sus on everybody. Mm, How's mm. someone trying to roll you? How mm. you know? Oh, he really wants something. You know, and I probably got into the back of my head. But do you reckon maybe in a way that you're I don't know, the element of you is, I don't know, serviced. You're finding that friendship within that male relationship that you have already. So then naturally some of the friendships that drop off when you're in a relationship just happen to be your male friendships. No, they are all friendships. Mm. When you're serviced in a new relationship in different ways and you're getting different things, all your friendships take a dynamic shift, not just your male friendships. The one thing I did notice when I got with Ben, with my male friendships, gay or straight, were that people kind of step back. I think, well, guys, sorry, step back a little bit. So immediately they weren't, they they were very different reactors to my new relationship than my girlfriends. Girls are kind of taught very, very subliminally because a lot of my mates are educated, progressive feminists, all of them are basically, but it is still so interesting the difference of how they approach a new relationship versus the dudes. The dudes went a bit skeptical and wanted to meet him and kind of not go, this is it, she's met the guy. Like they wanted to make oh, their own yeah. decision, whereas girls were like, oh, have you heard? Stacey's met this guy, it's amazing, you know. And then the girls just flock mm, and get so without excited. Without even having met him. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. from my, obviously, how I was as well, you could tell very early days that Ben was different. But... The guys, I had a few guy mates that did surprise me that didn't sound as excited because they just, they weren't, they deal, they dealt with it really differently. I kind of respect that though in a way. Well, they were protective, I yeah, think. And yeah. they knew I'd waited a really long time and I think they were nervous because guys with guys, sometimes not all guys are okay with guys and friends. My guy was going to be, it's my guy. So no matter, in the end, if you're going to be with me, for the long haul, you're going to be okay with me having guy and girl relationships. My boyfriend has always had great relationships with chicks and friends and whatever. So it was just never an issue. And then when they all met him, they realized very quickly our friendships weren't going to change. Mm. Um, Where am I going to meet boyfriends? You just have to not look at them like they're, you either want to fuck them or pick them up or they're going to be your future partner and look at them for different things. The I way- str- yeah, I'm struggling with that at the moment. Every person that has a dick, I'm just like, oh, yeah, are you? No. Because I'm just it so I'm so open that, it, yeah, I find it going that way every time, even if it's somebody that I'm looking at going. And just remember. Knowing deep down going, no, no. But it's still this consideration where I'm like, could I? But just remember, if you're putting that out there, then you're going to be attracting that back. Mm. So no one's going to approach and want to be your friend if you're looking at all of them like they're people that you can potentially sleep with. You're not going to get people back that are looking at you differently. What you put out there, you get back. So when you get to a time where you might shift from that place, which there will be time, you don't have to do it. Like it will happen naturally if that's what you, you start to want to look for and you want to expand your friendship group to not just girls. That will happen. It just mm. if it'll just happen. But 
you will be the person to make that happen. Not, not some random guy that's gonna that's single but not really interested in you, that's really lovely to talk to, that you can go see a movie with or have dinner and a drink with is just going to randomly pop up. You have to change your attitude with how you're approaching men. Do you reckon you can have se- – I know we have to finish, but one quick question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you can have a totally platonic friendship with a guy but then still be sexually attracted to them? No. Mm, okay. No. <laughs> that would not be a friendship. Okay. That's right. Yeah. That's the interesting thing in That's the past right. where I'm like, why is this friendship so – I'm writing this in my book right now. Why is this friendship so complicated? Oh, yeah, because it's not a friendship. Yeah. There's an intimacy here that has gone further than friends. You know it. Everyone listening knows it when you've got something in your tummy where you go, this is further than friends. Can you be friends with someone after you've had sex with them? Yeah, I guess. Mm. It just depends on what that feeling in your tummy is. Yeah, okay. You know, like everybody, you you know the flip in your tummy. It, regardless of if you're thinking about it now and you're not, you're in Mercer's stage or in where I was like fucking a million times over mm. uh, where you're like, is this a friendship? Is this not a friend? You know the flip that you're getting that you don't get with other friends. Yeah, this has all been very helpful. I appreciate it. Yeah, let's move on. To tomorrow's show. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I'm taking out of that is just because you can doesn't mean you should, which I think is a good thought. Yeah, well, it, it, it's only a thought if you want to have other relationships other than sexual Which ones. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. you don't have to mm-hmm. do it. Like mm-hmm. pe- many people are very happy not having male friends and just have very good friendships with women. That's fine. It's, mm. But it's, if you don't want that, then you need to think about them as not just sexual beings, mm. I would imagine. Oh, that would be yeah. a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, I That's hope us. that you enjoyed today's show. Um, listen to Melissa Amber Sini's podcast if you haven't. It will give you some context around the, a few of the things that we spoke about on today's show. And tomorrow's show, we will be dropping the 411. Yeah, where we chat about um, something pop culture, something everybody else is talking about. Well, when we say everybody, we mean our kind of vibe, you know, think of your vibe. Yeah, the way you listen is Spotify, iTunes, or you can listen at thethinkergirls.com.au. And as we mentioned earlier, we'd always appreciate you throwing us a review or a rating. Okay, catch you tomorrow's. Bye. Bye. time of the week is that is when we get to go live with you our posse and chat about whatever you guys want we absolutely love going live on facebook but you'll only get notified that we're online if you follow us the thinker girls on facebook yeah we get to say hello to you give you guys an update on hashtag our lives and answer the questions that you've been dying to ask us so once a week make sure that you're hanging on the thinker girls facebook page to find out when you can find us this podcast is brought to you by frank strong's craft brewed alcoholic lemonade 